we're going Black Friday shopping on this Consumer Goods Edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly here at Fool Headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia. It is Tuesday, November 24th, 2015, and joining me today is a prince amongst men, Mr. Vincent Shen. Vince, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Sean. How you doing? Any big plans? You're going home to New Jersey, I assume. Yeah, just just want to see family, spend time with them. Uh, not sure if I will be doing that much shopping, though. Uh, a lot of other people will be when we talk about it on the show today. Guess what I'm doing? Not only is my family, my wife and son and I, staying here, we're from the Midwest, but I am making the turkey. Oh, really? The, this will not end well. I There's actually so. no possible outcome that's going to be good for anybody, but we're <laughs> doing it. Uh, anyway, so we are talking about Black Friday. Sure. The day when people trample their fellow human beings trying to get into the door of a Best Buy, trying to get a discounted flat screen TV. Uh, I, I, I try not to look at it too cynically, but uh, yeah. People die, Vince. <laughs> People have died during Black Friday shopping frenzies. That's true. Uh, to, my, to our listeners, please be kind. Don't kill anybody on Black yeah. Friday. Um, so first and foremost, I actually want to do, and I'm actually really excited to see what you found, um, the history yes. of Black Friday. How did it start? When did it start? Sure, sure. So the Why history is, is yeah, I mean. uh, the history's a bit murky, actually. Um you know, traditionally, I think most people will say, or a lot of retailers will argue that you know, throughout the you know the lion's share of the year, through the first eleven months almost, they're operating at a loss, so they're in the red or so break speak, even on the, the books. Yeah, exactly. And the the heightened shopping activity for retailers on that Friday after Thanksgiving is the opportunity for them to move enough merchandise and generate enough sales to essentially move them into the black or into profitability, hence the term Black Friday. That's that was, what's generally ar- argued by a lot of that people. That was one of the first things I noticed when I, you know, little 15, 16-year-old Sean first looked at, you know, these these quarterly reports from a couple of retailers, and uh, I was a nerdy kid. Um, <laughs> no, and you see, like, their revenue numbers for the fourth quarter. Order. Gangbusters. Sure. Every you know, rest of the year it's like eh, whatever. Sure, so, it even impacts the you know their reporting in their fiscal quarters. Right. They, you'll notice that all their quarters end like what December thirty first, January second, something. Yeah. So a lot of them will incorporate um, the holiday. I'm sorry, January thirty first, February second, exactly. something like that. Anyway, uh, so that's commonly been argued as the history behind it, but there's actually a lot of other. Uh, I guess a lot of other interpretations. So that includes something a little more controversial where there are some suggestions that the name actually originates from practice in the 19th century when southern slave owners could buy slaves after Thanksgiving at a discount. That's, that's easily the worst thing I've ever heard. I mean, like not the worst, but that's up there. <laughs> that's generally been discredited, and most people agree that the real, uh, I guess, source of the term is actually comes from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, where... Uh, after Thanksgiving, there would be a lot of uh, shoppers, tourists flocking to the city, not only for Friday shopping and just over the weekend, too, but there's like the traditional Army-Navy game that takes place on Saturday. So a lot of people are in town for that. A lot of police don't get the day off on that Friday because of all the extra foot traffic, uh, vehicle traffic, the, all the stores. There's Because there's so, so much activity at the stores, like even chaotic, there's more shoplifting. So police started referring to that day after Thanksgiving as Black Friday. And this kind of this really took hold in the 50s through the 60s. And some of the stores in the area didn't like that. So they tried a PR campaign to essentially change the name to like 
uh, to make it big, a positive event. Yeah, to make it Big Friday never took hold. So uh, the term though didn't really uh, expand to the rest of the U.S. until I think it was about the '80s, and then uh, since then, you know, retailers themselves have really seized upon the, the term. birth of a moder- modern American consumerism, and they've <laughs> turned it into an opportunity to have these really you know uh, strong sales numbers each year. And so generally, that's uh, that's where the, the term came from. Wow. Um, so now we hear, we're here in the internet age, mm-hmm. and regular traditional retailers get their Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Internet retailers, seeing the success and what happens to Macy's, JCPenney, Best sure. Buy, everybody, uh, created their own day. Cyber Monday. Okay, Will so, this never end? So Cyber Monday is not nearly as rich in history as I'm Black starting, Friday. I'm starting Sean Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> everybody gives me stuff. <laughs> Not the worst idea, but uh, for Cyber Monday, that's that was actually created very recently, in the past ten years. So in two thousand five, the National Retail Federation re- put out a press release, basically saying uh, they're seeing this trend where the Monday after after Thanksgiving is quickly becoming the uh, biggest sales uh, online sales day of the year for them, and so. We're looking at you, Amazon.com. We know you started. Well, it. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense, right? Because it kind of grew step in step uh, with the overall growth of e-commerce as a percentage of total retail sales. So how sales. big? I so, mean, give me some numbers here. So Cyber yeah. Monday, you know, it, it really did grow very quickly. So in 2005, when that first press release came out, I think it was uh, it was 500 million dollars of sales for the day, and then. Um, by 2010, it had in fact become the biggest uh, online shopping day, and now it's at 2.5 billion dollars. So in the past ten years, ten it's, years it's grown five times, five fold. Time, five wow! Um, and just keep in mind too that e-commerce in the U.S. has grown from 2.6 percent to 7.4 percent of total U.S. retail sales over that same ten-year period. So again, very much correlated. Wow. Cool. Well, before we move on to discussing what we know about the average shopper, I wanted to point our listeners to the newly redesigned Focus.Fool.com. There you'll discover a special offer to join the Motley Fool's Stock Advisor newsletter for all industry-focused listeners. All Loyal Life listeners have access to a special discount on Stock Advisor that works out to $129 for a full two-year subscription. Just go to Focus.Fool.com to take advantage of this offer. Once again, that is Focus.Fool.com. Uh, so, Vince, now that we know the sordid history of the the birth of Black Friday and what's become Cyber Monday now, um, what do we know about the average person that goes out on Black Friday? Um, my mother, if you're listening, <laughs> I know exactly what your Friday plans are, and I know you're going to be at Target at, I don't know, 7 p.m. or whatever they open and buy a bunch of discounted DVDs or something. Oh, yeah. she goes on Thanksgiving Day? No, yeah, she, you know what it was? I was home a couple of years ago, and um, they're just like, oh, let's just go to Target to buy a bunch of stuff. They came home with like a bag of stuff, like a bunch of discounted DVDs, and they got like a little sure. Christmas tree or whatever. Sure. I think it was just my mom and my sister bonding and doing something wacky. Like, they weren't hardcore there trying to get all their Christmas shopping done or anything sure. like that. And, and nobody in my family, to my knowledge, has bought a, a, a Xbox or a TV or anything on Black Friday. Well, but. they are... I'd say among the majority, uh, you know, we have to keep in mind that, you know, again, the National Retail Federation, they're estimating that uh, for this weekend, you know, the long, call it Thanksgiving right. through Cyber Monday, they're expecting about 135 million shoppers to be out and about. What's the U.S. population? A little over th- three, 330 three, now. Yeah. So huge numbers. Wow. Okay. You know, really, really mind blowing. And uh, that the thing is, the same survey also noted that about 185 million shoppers 
could end up participating in Cyber Monday. Wow. Uh, I kind of want to do it just to be included now. (laughs) Uh, And the thing is, on average, uh, consumers spend about $400 over the weekend. So that high, wow, okay, pretty impressive. And uh, the IBM actually had this really cool report uh, about Black Friday and Cyber Monday for 2014, um, and it had some really interesting uh, data about when people shop, uh, what they're getting, uh, if they're doing online on mobile, right. in person at the stores. So, for example, shopping. So for Thanksgiving Day, shopping levels at midnight uh, are a little high. Uh, they're they're a little more elevated, but they'll obviously fall to their bottom around two thirty a.m. Everybody's in bed naturally by that point, but they pick up pretty quickly. I think around like five a.m. and they peak by eight to nine a.m. And then that will gradually f- right. s- slow down throughout the day until about nine p.m. Uh, there's a small spike around five naturally. I think when. A lot of people, you know, the people, the f- people who do have to work on Black Friday potentially right. get out and get their shopping done. And the thing is, um, on Black Friday, mobile traffic accounted for about half of all online traffic that day, and it, mobile sales actually accounted for twenty eight percent of total online sales. So both of these figures are up, you know, at least twenty five percent from their two thousand fifteen. So are people figures. going into 14, Best Buy? And, figures. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Go ahead. Are people going into Best Buy and then seeing the prices and then ordering on Amazon, or are they just going to Best Buy and ordering on BestBuy.com because they see the line? Like, what's I think happening? that's a big part of the trend is in terms, at least especially for the mobile traffic, is the fact that you know with the prevalence of smartphones now, people have a lot of resources uh, to either order things online, you know, just from their the comfort of their couch, but also to uh, compare prices, right, and find out maybe where. St- uh, where which Best Buy near them, for example, has that computer or that laptop in stock? You know what wow. I mean? Wow! Yeah, jeez. So that's there really, has to be some line. So that increasing yeah. uh, that increasing mobile traffic is a really interesting part of the trend that they're seeing for you know this holiday the this holiday weekend over the past few years. Uh, another interesting thing is that New York City, uh, D.C., Atlanta, Los Angeles, and Chicago, in that order, came out as the top five most popular cities for online shopping on Black Friday. Not, not all that surprising. That's not surprising. Right? Yeah, um, it's a lot. I've done Black Friday. In New York City, and it is as chaotic as you would expect it to be in, in a city that big. Did you see anything? What was the so craziest crowded. thing you saw? Just lines out the door, you know, around the block. Why? At some Just of these why? stores. And it's, what it wasn't, discount is possible? It wasn't good exactly enough. warm either. Yeah. So people were really bearing the, the cold to get some of these what deals. What discount is. I don't. So another really interesting trend is. Uh, the dichotomy between Android and Apple users. So keep, for what? This Ordering is for things? mobile. Yeah. yeah. So this is for mobile. So iOS versus Android, right? Uh, Apple users spent about one hundred twenty two dollars per order versus ninety eight dollars for Android. So uh, we've heard about how developers for apps generally prefer to try and hit. Apple because Apple owners have they've done studies that have shown that generally more affluent bigger spenders uh, and that's kind of reflected here in right. that difference right also Apple say or uh, Apple users their sales accounted for twenty two percent of total online sales whereas Android made up just six percent so again you're seeing that trend where uh, people seem to be getting a better you know bottom line effect from 
right. these users. Uh, in terms of the only Cyber Monday reflected a lot of the same trends. The one thing that uh, is not too surprising, but in terms of the the trends throughout the day by hour, in terms of shopping activity, naturally a lot of people have to work that Monday. So the peak instead of being around you know eight to nine in the morning like it is on Black Friday, it's actually around six to nine p.m. when most right. people get out of work. Yeah. So it's just an interesting trend that I saw, and um, you know that kind of paints a picture in terms of what people can expect. Uh, from shoppers over this weekend. Cool. Okay, so this is the Motley Fool. We're talking about consumer goods investing. Does Black Friday matter anymore to retailers? Because with these discounts, I have to assume they actually aren't making any money. And they're generating revenue, <laughs> but bl- profitability can't be there. Like uh, The thing is... You know, you think that a lot of these stores are taking losses on these doorbuster deals where they're selling like big TVs for you know hundred dollars or whatever. Right. But the thing is that you know that's just to get people in the door. That's the scam. Uh, yeah. Sure, some people are are going to be in line just for that one deal. They'll only buy that and they'll go home. They're very disciplined that way. But honestly, that's not going to be the case for I think the large majority of shoppers who will browse around, see what else they might find, and that's where a lot of these stores make their money. Um, the thing is also, you know. With the amount of coverage around Black Friday, you know, there's like dozens of sites that will track the deals that each store is offering, be it Target or Walmart, Amazon, whatever. And then, you know, obviously a lot of dedicated, millions of dedicated shoppers looking forward to this weekend. Like, it, the thing is, the hype can't really backed in, be backed in terms of actual, uh, like, Top line percentage of sales numbers. So, um, when you look at the broader time horizon, consider the fact that a lot of retailers consider the holiday shopping season now to be the full months of November and December, um, whereas before it might have started on Black Friday. Right. Uh, so you know, or the, at six p.m. on Thanksgiving. Exactly. So the <laughs> deals, you know, are already kind of taking place very early on in November, and you also have to keep in mind that. Uh, so if we look uh, look at e-commerce sales as a proxy for broader like shopping habits and trends. Um, retailers uh, logged from the five days from Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday about 12.3% of their total online sales in that two-month period of November and December. Wow. The thing is, that seem, that's it's higher, it's elevated, but you also have to keep in mind that that five-day period of the 61 days in those two months makes up 8% of the the, right. the available days anyway. Yeah. So it's certainly heightened, but not to the extent that, you know, in my opinion... Uh, I guess would deserve the kind of hype that we generally see around these couple days. Uh, more importantly, though, I think the big uh, the the big change for a lot of retailers or the big strategic implication is a lot of the seasonal hiring. Uh, who I there are there are estimates that basically retailers will hire about seven hundred and fifty thousand seasonal employees for the third, for the final quarter of the year. And that's where things get really interesting because uh, you know from CNBC I had some numbers where Amazon, for example, is going to hire one hundred thousand seasonal workers for the holidays. For the season. next couple of months. Yep. Just wow. to help with their fulfillment and their sorting centers. That would be like the the fifty largest town in America or something. You just had all those people in one oh, place. Oh really, really you know, crazy how many people My hometown there. is like forty. <laughs> yeah, mine too. So not and not unique to that. And, and Amazon's not the only ones who are doing that. Macy's is hiring eighty five thousand. Uh, Target's bringing in seventy thousand. Cole's hiring sixty nine thousand. I think they're going to try and add like fifty sales associ- associates to every location they have, and they have like over a right. thousand locations. Right. So that's how where the numbers come about, right? Walmart is in an interesting place because they're hiring sixty thousand seasonal workers, but the thing is, they're sticking to that wage increase that they implemented. 
earlier this year of $9 oh, the, per hour. I was about to say that includes bucks, yeah. the seasonal workers. Um, so the thing is, rising labor costs already kind of hurt their profits a little bit in the past few quarters in their reports, and they've been dinged on that by the right. market. And I'm really interested to see uh, how this plays into their, you know, a really big quarter for them again, where they have this additional hiring. And they actually keep, I think uh, they stated that they keep some. Fifty percent or more of the the associates they hire during the season. So, wow, uh, it's a it's a big swing for them in terms of their uh, numbers. And then also, Toys R Us again bringing forty thousand hires. J C Penney hiring thirty thousand, which is down a little bit from last year. They closed a few stores because they've so. closed closed quite a few stores. Yeah. So you know, overall, like looking back on all of this, uh, it's an. Ex- Ultimately, it's just a nice excuse. Everybody's home for Thanksgiving. They have, a lot of people have the day off on Friday, or at least you know more free time than they usually would over that over the weekend. So the shopping thing's just become a tradition here, and it's not uh, it's not make or break for retailers. Right. But you know there are obviously big implications, and I look at it more so as the entire shopping season of November and December being the key period for retailers overall, not just this one weekend. Awesome. Well, thank you for your thoughts, Vince. Thanks, Sean. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And if you're a loyal listener and have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Just email us at industryfocus at fool.com. Again, that's industryfocus at fool.com. And if you found this discussion informative, The Motley Fool is putting out lots of great Black Friday-focused content, so head over to fool.com once you've recovered from your tryptophan coma. And as always, people in this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Vincent Chen, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>